to repeat the introduction again. <laughs> Since every time we have this class, we have new people, and therefore I had to start uh, everything all over again. Uh, normally, we have uh, two classes on a Saturday, uh, Pali class and Dhamma class. Now I thought of combining both into one. And uh, also some of our uh, Bhavana residents learn Pali. And uh, some other visitors also might be interested in knowing some Pali. And therefore when I combine these two together, I use Pali words and their English translation, and then I explain. So I can, I try to satisfy both, which is not possible, and yet <laughs> let me try. Uh, we discussed, uh, we are in Sanyutta Nikaya, uh, first section called uh, Deva Sangyuta, and we have been discussing from the very beginning stanza by stanza. Now today we came to stanza, uh, section uh, discourse number 15, right? We finished 14. So, uh, fifteen. All these discourses are at, uh, give, delivered at Savati, the city where Buddha lived. Buddha delivered these sermons. Uh, then uh, a Devata, a deity, said, I read it in Pali and then translate into English. Titte Majjantike Kale Sanni Sivesu Pakpisu Sananteva Baharanyam Tang Bhayam Patibhati Mang Titte Majjantike Kali when Madhyantikal means midday. Madhya means mid, mid, middle. Kali means time. Tite is or when it when, when it is when it sets the midday, when the uh, noon hour sets in in to be very literal. Uh, Sannisivesu Pakkisu. Pakki means uh, birds. Uh, in Sanskrit, Pakshi. Sannisivesu Sannisiva means uh, settle down. Uh, that means, and birds have settled down. Sanateva Baharanyam. Braharanyam. Aranya means forest. Braharanya means mighty Braha. Use the word I remember last time I mentioned the meaning. Brahma or Brahma means big, large, or uh, pure and noble. Uh, here Braha is used for uh, large, big. Aranya means forest. Uh, itself Sananta. Sananta means uh, murmuring, quiet. Uh, Tang Bhayang Patihati Mang. Uh, 
thang that bayang fear phobia patihati uh, appears mang to me that means how fearful that appears to me that means when the at the noon all the birds are settled down is it true it is true we have to be in the very hot summer mid day to understand this in india mid summer hot day everything is still quiet why so hot even birds cannot move don't feel like moving have then because it is very hot even the forest is murmuring not wind is not blowing murmuring here means wind is not blowing at that time this deity even the deity felt fear what kind of deity is he this shows that the deities are not so gorgeous very brave individuals they have fear why do they have fear there is another discourse you all know dhajagga sutta dhajagga sutta uh, in the in the uh, mythological war between sura and asura gods and demigods there was a fight at that time sakra king of deities said when you have fear look at my banner your fear will disappear if that time if your fear doesn't disappear then look at the banner of ishana that is another deity then your fear disappear if that doesn't disappear your fear then look at the varuna's flag and then fear disappear so he gave names of four different deities of in four different directions so he asked his own retinue whose his uh, army to look at the banner of such and such a deity when it was reported the buddha buddha said no 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 by looking at their banners nobody can dispel fear why avita rago avita doso avita moho bhiru chambe utrasi phalai avita rago they have not destroyed their raga clinging craving they have not destroyed their anger they have not destroyed their delusion so long as somebody has greed hatred and delusion fear is there so if they have fear by looking at their banner how can you get rid of your fear <laughs> the crest of the standard eh the crest of the standard the yeah. dominant sign sign yeah qualities quality that's very good so what does it however if you remember uh the buddha buddha's qualities dhamma's qualities sangha's qualities your fear will disappear why avita rago avita doso avita mo avita rago avita doso avita mo the buddha has destroyed his greed hatred and delusion when you rem- look at the banner of one who has destroyed this greed hatred and delusion your fear also will disappear so this deity i want to tell you that story 
because this deity said there's no reason for him to be to have a fear. It is hot. And uh, birds are settled down. Forest is calm. That should be the time for you to meditate. So that you become calm. You become relaxed. You get rid of your greed, hatred and delusion. When the atmosphere is calm, relaxed, peaceful, then it's the best time for us to practice meditation. People today in the 21st century, when the telephone does not ring, when radio doesn't blast and the TV is not on, when sounds are not here and there, something is wrong. Something is wrong. The storm is going to come. Quietness before storm. <laughs> they are nervous. Buddha said, if telephone doesn't ring, meditate. You won't be disturbed. If Buddha were to come here today, he would say, when the telephone doesn't ring, TV doesn't blast, no radio sound, meditate. He said, Appa Saddhani, Appa Nigghosani, Vijanavadani, Manusarasayakani, Patisallana Saruppani. Appa Saddhani, no sounds. Appa Nigghosani, no ghosa, no hustle bustle. Vijanavadani, no human movements. Manusarasayakani, you can hide away from human beings. Patisallana Saruppani, that situation is conducive to being secluded. For seclusion, those are the situations. So the way the Buddha saw things is so different from how other people saw things. This shows that when everything is quiet, they have fear. That is why, you know, when you cook, TV must be there going on. When you write, TV must go. When you read a book, computer must go on, making noise. If everything is quiet, they don't like it. This is a go- like a ghost house. <laughs> Fear. So Buddha said there, this is what the Buddha said. When the titte majjantike kale sannisivesu pakisu sananteva baharanyan srati patibhati manti. So Buddha said, when the, the noon hours set in, and the birds are settled down, the mighty forest itself murmurs, how delightful that appears to me. <laughs> so the sa-rati, sa-arati. Sa-arati becomes sa-rati. Sir means that. Arati means uh, uh, without rati. Uh, that means delight. Patibhati bang appears to me. Subhuddha said. Then, next one. Uh, another deity said, uh, 
these are the saying of various deities. Naddi tandi vijambhika. Naddi means drowsiness. Tandi means lethargy. Vijambhika means lazy stressing or laziness. Arati, discontent. Bhatta samadhu. Bhatta means food. Bhatta actually means rice. In Sanskrit, bhat. Derived from this word bhatta. Samadhu means uh, the in, in, in infatuated mother. Eten by this Napakasati not uh, expressed Ariyamago Ida Paninanti Ariyamagga means the noble path. Paninang for people, for living beings. Na pakasati does not appear. Pakasa means appear. Na pakasa means not appear. How can it be? Because on the one hand you have laziness, drowsiness, on the other hand, lethargy, lazy stretching, and then discontent, torpor after after meals. When you have this, how can you how can the noble path appears to you? How can noble path appear to you? It cannot. Why? Noble path appears to someone who is energetic. Aradya viryasayang dhammo nayang dhammo kusitasya. When uh, Venerable Amruddha, when he was meditating, he reflected on Dhamma and then he came to know yeah, there's a called Mahapursa Vitaka, great man's thought. One of the great man's thought was that this Dhamma is not for one who is lazy. The Noble Eightfold Path is not one for who is one for who is lazy, but one who is energetic. Aradya viryasayang dhammo nayang dhammo kusitasya. So, these are the qualities of lazy person. Drowsiness, lethargy, lazy stretching, discontent, torpor after meals, how can Dhamma will appear to the person? So, uh, then Buddha said, Niddam tanding vijambhikam arading bhatta sammadam viriyenanam panametva ariyamago visujyati Niddang, Nidda is, we translate into Sinhalese, Nidha Gandava. In Sinhalese, Nidha. Nidda. That is sleepiness. Tanding, lethargy. Vijambhikam, lazy stretching. 
arating discontent. Topa, as we said, Bhatta Samadang, Topa after eating. Now, <coughs> if you read Buddhist literature, you will see when Buddha advised bhikkhus to meditate, he said, going after Pindapata, collecting food, eat, and then meditate. So, here, we see, after eating, you have uh, laziness. Uh, after eating, uh, you become uh, bhatta samadha, the, the topa after meals. So that is why Buddha said the āhāre mattanyuta mattanyuta ca bhattasme one should know the limit of eating if one overeats then if the stomach is full definitely a lot of blood goes to the stomach and there may not be too much oxygen in the brain area, you feel sleepy. So for the for that reason would the advice monastic who practice meditation to know the limit of their eat, eating. Ahare Mattanyuta Mattanyutasya Bhattasmi Pantanya Sainasana Buddha gave a uh, standard advice to bhikkhus for 20 years before he introduced Patimokka. One of the advices there is know the limit of your eat so that you will have, you will not have laziness or drowsiness after eating. So, therefore Buddha said, drowsiness, lethargy, lazy, stretching, discontent torpor after meals, when one dispels this with energy, viriyena, viriya means energy, thang means that, panametva dispels, panametva dispels, ariyamaggo visujyati, ariyamagga means noble path. What is the noble path? We all know noble eightfold path. <coughs> Without using eight, Buddha said, noble path. That's the noble eightfold path. Visujyati purifies. Okay. The next one. Now we go to number seventeen. Difficult practice. Uh, again, another devata said, Dukkarang. Dukkara, duk means difficult, kara means du, dukkara. Duttitikhancha. Uh, Titik actually is patience. Uh, du, titikha. Difficult to practice patience. Abhyatenahi samanyam, samanyam. Abhyat hard for the Vyatta means easy or uh, skillful uh, Vyatta, sometimes we call in Sanskrit, Vyatta in Pali. 
samanyan monastic life. Samanasya bhavo samanyam. Samana is the monastic. Samana's nature is called samanya. There is a discourse in Jikinikaya, Jikinikaya Sutta number 2. It is called samanya pala sutta. Pala means fruit. Samanya means monastic or sometimes translated as seclusion, secluded, secluse or recluse. Recluse's life is called samanya. So, abhyatenai samanyam, the life of a monastic. Bahuti tatta sambhada. Bahu means many. Tatta, they are. Sambhada means obstacles. Yatta balu visidati. Yatta means where. Balu, who is balu? What is balu? Fools. We see that the founders stumbled. Now, <coughs> Bala is, the word Bala is used for children, a child, Bala. And also is used for fools and uh, unwise persons. So, Ascetic life is hard to practice. Dukkang, uh, Dukkarang, Duttitikkanche, Abhyattenahi Samanyam. And hard for the inept to endure. Duttitik kritik means endurance. Duk means difficult. Even the word dukkha, dukkha, kha there means endurance. Du means difficult. With difficulties we endure, that is called dukkha. Dukkha. So, then the Buddha says, Atihang chareya samanyam chittanchena nivaraye pade pade visideya sankapanang vasanugo. <coughs> See the Buddha's explanation. How many days can one practice the ascetic life? Kati hang. Kati means how many. Hang means day. Uh, for instance, in Pali, eka hang means one day. The word hang is used for one, my, oneself, I, as well as day. Eka hang. We hear the eka hang jivitang seyo. Eka jivitam seyo. Yoja vasa satam jive apasam udayabhyam. Eka hang jivitam seyo pasato udayabhyam. We read in the Dhammapada. Even if one lives one hundred years without seeing the Dhamma, one who lives one day with Seeing the Dhamma is better than one who lives hundred years without knowing the Dhamma. There, Ahang is used for one day. Kati Hang, how many days? Chareya uh, practice Samanyang ascetic life. 
Chittang. Chitta means the mind. Cha na nivaraye. Nivaraye means restraining. Without restraining, na nivaraye. Without restraining. O one does not restrain. Pade pade visideya. Visideya means foundering. Visideya means one would founder. Pade pade step by step. Every step the person would be stumbled. Sankapamana vasanugo. Sankapamana, uh, Sankapa is taught. Sankapamanang by while thinking or uh, with, the, with the thought. Uh, vasanugo. Uh, Control, anuga, vasa anuga, control. So, the meaning is, how many days can one practice the ascetic life if one does not reign in one's mind, if one does not control one's mind? One would founder with each step under the control of one's intentions. Then Buddha gave another very beautiful stanza, this very famous one. <coughs> he gave he gave the way to do that, to the way to uh, control one's uh, mind. He said, Kummova angani sake kapale samodaham bhikkhu bano vitakke anishito anya mahetayano parinibhito na upavadeya kanchi. This is a very beautiful stanza. Kummo, kumma means Tortoise or turtle. Iva <coughs> uh, means like. Angani means limbs. Sake one's own. Kapale the shell. Angani Sake Kapali Samodaham Bhikkhu Manovitake Samodaham Training, Tranquil or Taming Mano, the mind Vitake, the thought Bhikkhu, Bhikkhu Anishito, without being attached, <coughs> so independent. Anishito, anyang ahetayanto, anyang means others, ahetayanto without hating, hurting. Parinibhuto goes to extinction or liberation attaining Nibbāna. Na upavadeya kanchi would not blame anybody. Upavada means blaming. Na upavada means not blaming. Kanchi means anybody. So, uh, its meaning is drawing in the mind's thought 
as the tortoise draws its limbs into its shell, independent, not harassing others, fully quenched, a bhikkhu would not blame anyone. This is, suppose a fox, suppose a fox approaches a turtle or tortoise. A tortoise is amphibious, he can live on the land as well as on in the water. Uh, a turtle mostly lives in the water. But what we see very often here are not turtles, they are tortoise. This tortoise sees a fox approaching. And fox also is looking for food and uh, walking, looking for food. And he sees the fox, the the tortoise. And then fox is approaching the tortoise. And as the fox is approaching, tortoise withdraws all his limbs into his shell. Four legs, uh, mouth, neck and tail. Six of them withdraws inside. Then the fox comes and he from distance he saw the tortoise uh, moving. When he approaches, he was like dead. So the the fox cannot catch any of his limbs because everything is inside, inside the shell. Similarly, one who's one who trains his, restrains his senses, eyes, ears, nose, tongue, body and mind, restrain. Then Mara will not grab him. The Mara is greed, hatred, delusion, jealousy, fear, tension, anxiety, worry, all these together is called Mara. When the senses are exposed to the sensory objects, Mara also is the Mara, these are Mara's snares, Mara's bait, eyes, ears, nose, tongue, body and mind. Because eyes always want to see beautiful things. Ears always want to hear beautiful sounds, beautiful sweet smells very delicious taste and very soft and comforting warm touch and beautiful thought. All these are the Mara's beds. When these senses are exposed to the sensory objects, Mara can catch us and inject all its power into us through these senses. So this simile, therefore, is a very wonderful simile, simile of tortoise. I think you better memorize that stanza. Kummo angani sake kapale manodam bhikkumano vitake samodam bhikkumano vitake anisthito anya mahetayano parinamrito kopi vadeya kanchi. Nopi vadeya kanchi. Okay. Now, the last one today is number 18. Uh, it is called in Pali uh, Hiri Sutta. You know Hiri in Pali, Hiri means shame, Hiri. Uh, since Sinhalese and Asian languages, mostly Sinhalese, Indian, Indian languages, are very close to Pali, derived from Pali, whenever we hear the word hiri, we feel the meaning. 
hirikitai. You say hirikitai in Sinhalese. Means it's so uh, very, feel very distasteful. Eh? Distasteful. Distasteful. Yeah. Hirikitai. So this sutta is called Hiri Sutta. Hiri Nesedo Puriso. You see this even in the Dhammapada. Hiri Nesedo Puriso. Kochuloka Spin Vijati. Jo Nindang Appabodati. Asso Badro Kasamiva. Devata said, Hiri. Is there a person, a puriso, puriso means person, they said, I mean, uh, uh, restrain, here in Isaidu, puriso, person, koji lokasmi vijyati, ko means whoever, lokasmi means in the world, Vijyati means exist, lives. Jo nindang appabodhati. He who. Ko means he. Uh, yo means who. He who. Nindang blame. Appabodhati does not understand. Asso Bhadro Kasamiva as a good horse does from the whip. Kasa means whip. Asso means horse. Bhadro means good. So the meaning is is there a person somewhere in the world? who is restrained by a sense of shame, one who draws back from blame as a good horse does from the whip. So Buddha said, Hirinizodo Tanuya ye charanti sada sata. Antang dukkas papuya charanti visame saman. Beautiful stanza. Hiri nisedo, the Restrained by sense of shame, here in Tanuya. Tanuya means restrained. Ye, those who charanti live. Sada, sata. Sada means always. Sata means with mindfulness. Visati. Antang dukkas papuya. Antang is the end, dukkas of suffering. Papuya attain. Charanti lives. Visame sama. Visame sama. Visame means uneven. Sama means even. In both even and uneven world, that means in ups and downs in life, that person lives in, lives well. Because the person ends suffering. Uh, 
ಹಿರಿಯನಿಷೇದ ತನುಯ ಜೇಚರಂತೆ ಸದಾ ಸತ ಹ್ಯಾವಿಂಗ್ ಫ್ರೆಶ್ ಕ್ಷೇಮ್ ಬಿಕಾಸ್ ಆಫ್ ಕ್ಷೇಮ್ ಒನ್ ಹೂ ರೆಸ್ಟ್ರೇನ್ ಫ್ರಮ್ ಬಿಕಾಸ್ ಆಫ್ ಕ್ಷೇಮ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ರಿಮೇನ್ ಮೈಂಡ್ಫುಲ್ ಬ್ರಿಂಗ್ಸ್ ದ ಸಫರಿಂಗ್ ಟು ಆನ್ ಎಂಡ್ and lives in peace in the uneven world the better translation you see there a few are those frustrated by a sense of shame who fear always mindful few having few having reached the end of suffering they are evenly amidst the uneven so one who learns to restrain one's own senses through shame uh, <coughs> there are two dhammas called lokapalaka dhamma lokapalaka dhamma hiri and ottappa they are called lokapalaka dhamma hiri means inner shame you feel shame to say certain things to think in a certain way and to do certain things to think say and do certain things inappropriate uh, blameworthy one feels embarrassed thinking i am observing such and such a noble principle for a person like me should not think this way is a shame of me a person of my status should not say such and such a thing is a shame of me a person of this caliber this status should not do such and such a thing is a shame of me <coughs> so the person restrained thinking his or her own status education social status and uh, positions and the situations and so forth and so on one must bring up one's own uh, qualities honor dignity respect such a person if i do such and such a thing i should should be ashamed of myself so restraining by thinking inner qualities is called shame restraining by thinking of outer fear fear of reprimanding fear of blaming fear of punishment fear of uh losing reputation <coughs> fear of losing position fear of losing the honor and dignity one restrain oneself and therefore these two qualities are called lokapalaka dhamma dhamma that controls the world to control the whole world whole world in a civilized society uh, is controlled by these two factors called shame and fear so when one restrain from them <coughs> then one can live in any situation nobody will blame the person no where the person would be tempted to do wrong thing stealing lying and so forth committing unwholesome ethical uh, immoral things the person would not commit those things in 
any situation, under any circumstance. Such a person can live anywhere in the world. And then, antan dukkhasa papuya. The suffering is inflicted upon ourselves by transgressing our own shame and fear. When we transgress our shame and fear, we inflict pain, suffering in ourselves. And therefore once we learn to frustrate ourselves through fear and shame, then we can bring suffering to an end. We may not inflict suffering upon ourselves. Anytime such a person think of oneself, one would be delighted to stand up in any situation without fear and blame. So the Buddha's explanation is so perfect. There's no question about it. Now, next week onward, I am going to skip all these things. I will select, uh, at this moment I cannot select one particular section, uh, but Devata Sangyutta, that means section, uh, volume, section one, I end here because all are like this, this one uh, uh, deity poses a question and the Buddha answers it. That the whole section is like that. So therefore, uh, if you if you were to go through all these things one by one, it takes a very long time. My purpose is not just to finish the book, but to get to some other aspects of, te- uh, of Buddha's teaching in Sangyutanikai. So we start with something I... Uh, you people don't come prepared for it anyway. So it doesn't matter whether I announce it now or not. So when you appear, all of us and some of you appear next Saturday, you will have this surprise. <laughs> okay? Tell me so I can print the sheet. Yeah. <coughs> so I... I I to let him know to print out the sheet. Okay? Good uh, time we had Upanishad.